0: Hey peacemakers, it's your girl Dawn Stone, also known as the Conflict Chick. Happy, happy day to you, and thank you so much for being a loyal listener, follower, supporter, ally, advocate, and accomplice for the Conflict Chick. I am literally here to normalize conflict in everyday conversations so we're able to do more together, be more collaborative, more loving, more understanding, and Really to dis, oh, I don't even want to call the word, dismantle, yes, I will say it, dismantle the things and the systems of oppression that prevent us from being the best forms of ourselves. How are you doing today? I hope you're doing well, because today is really about how we show up and how we show up, especially those of us who are parents or caregivers. All right, so we're going to talk about parenting and caregiving. And the reason why those two are synonymous is because in some form of fashion, you're doing that every single day, whether it's for a furry friend, a scaled friend, a coworker, a boss, a partner, a family member, or even sometimes we do this for our own selves, where we're propping ourselves up while we go through a storm in life. So today we're going to go back in time and really pull one of the, the most listened to podcasts of my four years in doing this work. Um, how do we show up as professionals and as caregivers and or parents? Okay, so I always like to start with a lived experience. And then we'll get into the data, right? So some of you may or may not know if you're, if you've been listening for a while, you know, I have three amazing children. Uh, They are age 21, 17 and five. I'm a newly minted senior (laughs) seasoned individual uh, because I just celebrated my 50th birthday this year. And with that came A nice little card, a membership to the AARP, shout out to the AARP. Whoop whoop, I do take advantage of my benefits. But what else came was an awakening for me as a leader. And some of the things that we are doing as caregivers and parents is making things look easy, right? We're sitting in organizations and making things work through Zoom and um, all these Google Meets and all these different requirements that are put on us in addition to parenting and caregiving. And guess what? It's exhausting regardless of where you are, number of children, number of co-workers you're caring for, number of pets you're caring for, number of people you're responsible for, people you are reporting to and uh, responsible for in a different space, even in collaborative settings people have seen high numbers of exhaustion. And you know why? Because one of the things that um, I talk about in my business a lot is being able to hold healthy boundaries. And sometimes we as leaders do not hold those boundaries for ourselves. Now, we're enforcing with other people, but we refuse to do it for ourselves. So my question to you today is why? Why do we refuse to take care of ourselves, yet we'll take care of the people we're responsible for, the projects we're on, the collaborations we're in, but not the body that we're in. So I'm gonna take it uh, back to the parenting on One of the things I've, I realized during the pandemic is I had an insurmountable amount of pain, angst, and just lived trauma. Because you know what happened? Once I became a remote employee it was hard for for me to feel present in my work. It was hard for my kids to feel I was present at home. It was hard for my then husband at the time to feel I was present as a mate. And then guess what? I rarely showed up for myself because by the time I did I would fall asleep. Wherever I was and at whatever time. Does this sound familiar to anyone? <laughs> i tell you, I was the most exhausted in 2020 and 2021. I have never been that exhausted in my whole career and personal life. So I want to go back to the things that we need to do when we, we find ourselves in those patterns of what I call unhealthy habits and um very elastic boundaries number one we have to go and set that first boundary with ourselves you have to decide what is a non-negotiable for you so if you can pause this video right now pause this tape wherever you're looking at it listen to it pause it and go and grab paper and pen a journal open up your computer or your phone and i want you to make a list of what your non-negotiables are so let me give you an example a non-negotiable for me is not smoking in my house, right? Why is that? Up uh, because I'm allergic to smoke and it sets up things in my family that could be preventable, like secondhand smoke, um, certain diseases, COPD, you know, it's something that's preventable. So for me, that's a non-negotiable. Now, let me switch gears a little bit and give you a non-negotiable in a relationship. A non-negotiable in a relationship is we have to communicate. I cannot be in a relationship where there is zero or very low communication. Why? I'm a a person who enjoys communicating and talking and speaking and and, and moving through things together. Because if I wanted a one-way conversation, I would talk to my fish or I'd talk to myself. Right? Right? Because one-way communication is just that one way one way of seeing one way of being one way of doing and In a relationship there is no one unless the two are one together So those are some examples of non-negotiables for me in two totally different settings So what are your non-negotiables? And I want you to think work related as well think financially social emotional physical spiritual, you name it. Make a list of your non-negotiables and pause while you do so. Okay, now that we're back, look at your list of non-negotiables and what does it tell you? Do you see some common themes? Are there some things on there that you're like, huh, I can't believe I wrote that down. If so, put a check by it. Because that may be something that you have to come back and deal with at some given time. But I want you to look right now and underline those hard non-negotiables. Right? Those things you know. You're like, nope, I'm not moving whatsoever. And these become part of who you are and the things that you value. So whatever those things are, I want you to hold those near and dear. Because as we talk through healthy ways to be a parent, a guardian, a support for other people, including yourself, starts with those non-negotiables. There are certain things you will not and shall not allow in your space, in your universe, in your work, or tied to your worth. All right? So now that we have those non-negotiables, we're going to move to the next part of being the best parent, the best guardian, the best supporter we can be, is to decide and define what it means for you to have joy and happiness that the two are not synonymous they're two different things so i want you to think about write down what are the things that bring you joy and what are the things that bring you happiness and if you need to spend time googling some people are googlers and they got to go see what are the definitions what is dawn talking about this is making conflict for me exactly i am the conflict chick so, I really want you to push yourself and find ways to really connect to your joy and your true happiness. Because again, these become a part of where you are and where you're planning to go because it's all tied to who you are becoming. Right? And as a parent, a lot of times we don't get a chance to just sit down and think about these things because we're always executing, supporting, triaging, fixing. Today, we're going to fix us. We're going to fix our boundaries. We're going to fix the things that impact us being the best parent or the best supporter that we could possibly be. So let me go back to my son. My son is autistic, highly intelligent, very bossy. What a combination. I wonder where he gets it from. (laughs) Anyway, as he's growing into the young man that he will become, it's real important for me as, as a person who's a part of his his growth village. That I deposit the right things in him. And so we're going to take the same approach. To depositing the right things in ourselves. So if there's some negative things on your list of non-negotiables. Go ahead and put a circle around them. Because what we may want to do is put these aside. And Focus primarily on the things that are strengths for us. So what brings us happiness, what brings us joy, those are the things that become your strengths. So example, something that brings me happiness is seeing other people reach their goals. That, that is something that makes me happy. Seeing my kids being able to run around and have fun and be free. Seeing people eat my food and enjoy time with me. Those are things that make me happy. Things that bring me joy is finishing a project and knowing that I have added value to my own life and my own skill set. I've upskilled in a way that brings me joy. So, those things now become part of my strengths, part of my character, part of my ability to set boundaries effectively. Because in order for me to have joy, I have to have a boundary. In order for me to be happy, I have to have a boundary. Get it? So now let's dial back to our parenting. So when my son gets a little bossy and and commits telling me what I need to do as his parent and how he wants to get a new parent, I, I tell him, hey son, are you sure that you're okay with that? And he'll say, yes, mom, I want a new mother. I said, okay, let me go ahead and make a list. Tell me what you want in this new mother. Literally, he's five and you should see his eyes. So he goes, well, and he'll start naming things. And then he'll go, wait, I just love you. I'm going to take that back, mommy, I'm sorry. I said, okay, son. So think about it. Use that same example. When people come at you with some things, you should have done this. You need to do this. Ask them. What is it that brings you joy? What does it bring you happiness? What are the things that you would like to see? What are your non-negotiables? Because once both of you have communicated what it is and how it should be and how you want it to be, then you can get to what we call the BATNA, the best alternative to a negotiated agreement. And that agreement is the one agreement that you have with yourself and your person or whoever you're speaking with. And the boundaries the two of you set together, the goals the two of you set together, the, the dreams that the two of you can chase together. Make sense? So, when we apply that to parenting, and I apply that to being a 50 year old mother of a very uh, precocious, energetic, smart, artistic, black son, it hits different. I have to be super intentional about the things that I deposit, but I also have to be super intentional about the things that he needs, wants, and desires in addition to the things I want, need, and desire. So that, my friend, I'll drop it there. That's a lot today, giving you a couple tools, things to think about. Um, ways to be um, because we are all becoming the best version of ourselves. And when we think about parenting or caregiving, there is a sacrifice. But the thing that you can control are your boundaries. You can control your happiness, you can control your joy. And how do we do that? By communicating the things that we want and we desire. And from that equals your what? Batna. Your best alternative to a negotiated agreement. So then parenting this person doesn't seem as daunting. Right? Supporting that co-worker now suddenly isn't that aggressive. Loving your partner now seems to bring you more joy and happiness than it did before. Because you have now established your Batna as it relates to that person in that community, in that sphere of time. I hope what I've shared with you today helps you be um, better, happier, more joyous, a better listener, a better friend, a better partner, a better coworker, a better manager a better inspiration to the world that we're walking through together. My name is Dawn Stone. I'm also known as the Conflict Chick. Please let me know how you're doing. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and follow. We're on YouTube, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, and of course, LinkedIn, where I come in and share this news and information with everyone from the executive to the person behind the broom. Have an amazing day. Be good to yourself and others, and we'll catch you next time. Bye-bye.